say Africa must wake up the sleeping sons of Jacob for what tomorrow may bring may our dynasty on the morning bliss can you tell me young ones who are we today we are joined uh, by Umako, uh, Dr. Zulu Matabo Zulu, who's a research scientist, a director of the Madisebo University uh, Research Institute, and he's also a metaphysical scientist. Uh, today we're talking about African spirituality, at least trying to understand it. Uh, thank you very much, Umakosi uh, Zulu Matabo Zulu, for joining us at Togos. And also greetings to your audience. Now, African spirituality. Others will say, is it African religion? Is it spirituality? How do you differentiate between the two? Please help us. <laughs> Marco, so uh, I think usually uh, religion kind of tends to refer to an organized uh, institution you know, like these big Christian churches or even, you know, other religions like Muslims and so forth. Um, whereas African, uh, whereas spirituality is more about the indigenous uh, spirituality, you know, not necessarily uh, based on institutional arrangement. Uh, but when we talk about African spirituality or even African religiosity, we are really talking about uh, the religious, the, the, the spirituality uh, that is uh, based on the cosmos, on the knowledge of the cosmos. So as a result of this knowledge of the cosmos, uh, there is a key word here called Deidi or Ndeili, which means uh, the number two. And what that really tells us is that the cosmos, everything in the cosmos was was uh, constructed or created out of the principle of daily or twinness. And that is really what marks uh, African uh, spirituality uh, apart from, let's say, Christian religions and others, for example. Now, Makosi, with African spirituality, um, when you just take a look at it, is it uniform across the entire continent? Uh, at, a, at, a, at a principle level, yes. Uh, these are principles that are held sacrosanct uh, across the continent, and we are talking here from Cape to Cairo. In ancient uh, Kemet, which is also known as ancient Egypt, uh, when you look at the primordial gods, so the primordial gods are in pairs. So that means they are in two. Uh, there is we we, there is no concept of let's say a single god or something like that. They always come in pairs. So that really means that the uh, the principle of creation, the organizing principle, is really based on plurality, and that's how. Uh, these gods are held. And that's some, uh, something you find throughout the continent. When you look at ancient African art, you're going to find that whether it's carved of, of stone or carved of uh, wood, for example, you're going to notice that they always have this concept of twins, right? very critical, uh, which we also have here in Southern Africa, although here 
our tradition of carving stones, uh, carving uh, wood, has kind of become extinct, except for a country like Zimbabwe, where that particular tradition is still vibrant. So, so now, so so this tuneness is really a unifier across all the African uh, continent, and uh, this tuneness you see in what is known as primordial God, uh, which is what we have here also in Southern Africa. Okay. Um, uh, Dr. Zulumatab, so if it, there's a, almost like a uniformity in uh, spirituality, why is African spirituality not understood by Africans as a, a majority um, understanding of uh, the spirituality? Why is there so much confusion across the entire continent? The confusion is the result of the ECC, Euro-Christian colonialism. You know, uh, the West, uh, White Anglo, uh, Sergeant Protestant, the DAC, Divide and Conquer, uh, these are the methods that were used to erase African uh, spirituality from the hearts and minds of the African uh, natives. And so as a result, the organizations like churches, uh, mosques have been used to miseducate uh, the Africans about their indigenous uh, spirituality in order to uh, separate them from that so that they can start, you know, uh, professing, espousing, uh, you know, foreign uh, religions, uh, for example. So, um, uh, and, and as a result of that, there is really a, a confusion. And maybe another problem, too, is that we Africans uh, do not build schools that teach our children, our people, about our spirituality, that we also are contributing to that confusion. Uh, you know, uh, so, so that is really uh, the big issue. And maybe on the aspect of separation between African spirituality versus, uh, versus, let's say, Christian spirituality, is that when you uh, listen to the way they talk about the God in Christianity, they always talk about a single God. They will say something like God, uh, Almighty God, you know, uh, and, and so forth. So, and that is based on the principle of singularity. You see that? Uh, so that means there's this one supreme God. Uh, whereas on the African side, uh, they are talking about inequality. Uh, so is this principle of plurality. And that fundamentally sets African spirituality apart. And basically, African spirituality is, is, is there. It's also, uh, let's say, continuous with culture. That's also very important. It's not like uh, the culture is there and then the spirituality is there. They are continuous. So in other words, like water, you know, uh, they are continuous uh, with, with each other. And um, and then maybe also on the aspect of, of, of confusion is that uh, the Africans have also been made to have this uh, doubt about their culture, about themselves, and also their family system have also been subjected 
to disruption, dislocation, especially using uh, the methods of the migrant labor system, where the father has to leave his family, travel hundreds, even thousands of kilometers away to go and work uh, for his family. So all those things, the father absence, is really a deadly uh, phenomenon that has really uh, uh, destabilized the African family system. And as a result, of course, the black child grows up having a sense of confusion about African spirituality. Now, uh, Dr. Azul, with African spirituality and the religions that we know, the, the, the big formal religions, can one practice both? A very good question. Actually, no, you can't. Uh, I'll tell you why. Uh, Christianity is a monotheistic religion. So it is a religion that is based on the singularity of God, of deity, right? And then African religion is a religion that is based on plurality of the God. So it's a polytheistic religion. So you can't really create an equality between singularity and plurality. They can never be equal. Uh, so as a result, you cannot practice both. However, there are people who are trying the impossible, uh, who are, let's say, Christians, and then they go and they become African practitioners of African spirituality, and they convince themselves that uh, it is possible to marry uh, Nyanya and, uh, you know, and, 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 uh, meaning the plurality of the gods, and also the singularity of the Christian God, or even Muslim, whatever the case might be. But no, no, they are not compatible with each other. What are the challenges then uh, for for making prevalent uh, the knowledge of African spirituality, especially in the context that it's it, there isn't one universal uh, way of doing things? So one book to read or uh, one uh, place of uh, convergence where uh, those who practice African spirituality meet. So what are the basics? you know, that are required to make it prevalent because it's, it's just not prevalent within societies and it's still frowned upon within the continent. Marcos, uh, so, uh, so obviously uh, there are a number of things we need to do. Uh, one of those things is to rebuild the African family system because uh, it is through the African family system that you can disseminate African culture, African values, African spirituality. So that's one of the critical, and that is a big challenge. I mean, in South Africa, land of Tanzania, South Africa, the statistics say that 70% of African families do not have a father. So that means out of 10 families, only three families have a father. So that is an extreme case of instability. So you can't really disseminate, a, a, you know, a, a proper, consistent knowledge on African spirituality under those circumstances. Um, so, yeah, so, so we need really to to embark on that uh, project right now. Uh, there, there's not much being done on that. But at uh, Madison University, at the Independent Madison University Research Institute, we are working on 
some of these things. So one of the things that we are working on is putting together a, a secret text that is properly, uh, you know, uh, defines, traces African speciality. For example, African primordial gods. There is actually eight. There are eight African primordial gods. And because they're in pairs, there's actually four pairs or four twins of these African gods. And, and also um, uh, recording the organizing principles of these gods. And also the um, what is also known as the Dialysitaro Nyalele Enitatu. Like, for example, Uila, Uzila, Abstinence, Hoseta, Uxanzeta, Cleansing, and Huboka, Uxagazela, Veneration, all those things. These Uxagazela are part of the, it's actually a prayer, Uxagazela, you are talking to the African spirits, African gods. Um, so, so, so we really need to work hard on that, and we think that once our text is ready, we will publish it in the form of a book, and that will help provide guidance uh, to people in terms of the authenticity of African spirituality. Mm. Let's take a quick break, and then we come back to wrap up our conversation. SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Hrutis. We have just undertaken a trip, for instance, to Ireland, to Kenya, where we have engaged thoroughly with those parliaments to see how they are using this system to ensure that we strengthen our oversight capacity. Okay, I don't think anyone's going to believe that a trip to Ireland or Kenya helps to actually stop state capture from happening again. No, just no, no, no. Let, no, let me finish my don't, question. Don't, let me finish my no, question. No, no, don't just rubbish what I'm saying. So let me that put... alone, we, I'm not saying that it's going to stop uh, the state capture. Okay. I don't think that it's appropriate for you to say that. Moloto, I do have to end it there. Thank you for your response. Moloto Motapo is the spokesperson for Parliament. SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Hrutis, 6 to 9 a.m. I say, I say, Africa must wake up, the sleeping sons of Jacob, for what tomorrow may bring. May Our dynasty on the morning bliss. Can you tell me, young ones, who are we today? We are still uh, here with our guest, uh, Dr. Zulu Matabo Zulu, who is um, helping us understand African spirituality. We've got a voice note from N.A. Tima. Uh, good morning, Patricia, and good morning to the listeners. It's uh, Bongs from Devonia. Uh, could I please, uh, could you please ask uh, your guest there uh, to explain to me uh, what is umvelingangi, and is there any plur- plurality in umvelingangi? Because he says talk about God uh, in African spirit as seen to be uh, plural, not singular. But in the concept of umvelingangi, is it is it plural, or what it is? Hmm. Okay, that's a good question, Doctor Zulu. Of course, uh, that, that's an excellent question, actually. So when you ask people umvelingangi, uh, people will say uh, it means the Supreme God or the Almighty God. Uh, nothing could be further further from the truth. There is plurality actually in the way umvelingangi. When you analyze the way umvelingangi, there is umveli, and then there is nangi. Veli means the one who is coming, and then nangi means the king. You see, nangi is a very old. Ngunuwe, which means a twin. 
Mzelingani is telling us that Mzelingani uh, uh, is part of the twin, has a twin, which is, of course, plurality. And, uh, and, and you can read this, uh, for example, in, in, uh, in, the, in the works of the great Zulu uh, linguist by the name of B.W. Um, uh, Zilagazi. B.W. Zilagazi wrote a number of books. One of his books is called Inkonzera Zulu. Uh, and he also wrote a very old uh, Zulu dictionary. So he explains this uh, word in that um, uh, book to say that uh, it means uh, a twin. Okay. So in other words, um, in, in the Nguni languages, there are two words. There is Nguni, which means the twin. These are the twin. This is the twin for the God. And then there is Luela, which is the twin for human beings. It's the same in the city languages. You've got Luela, who is a twin, or Mawelana, which means twins. And then there is also Mafasa. Fasa is the twin of the gods. And that word Fasa tells you that uh, the, 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 these gods are not visible because if you see them, you will become blind. Uh, so Mafasa. And it's interesting, uh, when you look at the primordial gods, as I said, there is uh, four pairs. Uh, so the first pair uh, is called, uh, they are the deities of formlessness and hiddenness. So in this language, that formlessness would be chicha. Chicha means uh, something that is formless, like you cannot tell the shape. Uh, you can't uh, confine it or box it. And then uh, and then mopato, which is hiddenness, right? And, uh, and, and those uh, deities, uh, it is the great spirit, um, Ba, and the great spirit, too. Of course, in, in, in Zulu, it would be um, ba, of course, like Abantu, which we call Abantu because it's Ba there, uh, and Ba is the spirit of incarnation, and then Itu also is the spirit of incarnation, but so we call it Tu, and then in Zulu languages it will be Itu. So there you have it. That was my question. Let's go to the last voice note we can squeeze in. Greetings, greetings, Patricia and Dr. Zulu them Choloko. Yes. Oh, I don't I don't have a question, but what I would like to say is I want to thank him for coming through and helping us to understand this African spirituality. Uh we are busy in Lesotho here. It's a little bit of a group. We are moving we are making a movement of making our youth aware of what is African spirituality is all about? What happened uh, in the past, so that they know what happened? Actually, so uh, I I like I like Kode. So he's giving us all sorts of information that we need so that we can feed our our youths. Uh, what this? What they are supposed to know? Uh, thank you, Isinkabi Musase from Masirulu Soto. Thank you, Doctor Mcholoko. On that note, uh, let's uh, wrap I up. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's good. Uh, even ATMs and Lesotho are listening and are really enjoying uh, the content you are sharing with us. How do our ATMs uh, follow you on social media? Mm. So people can go to my blog, uh, Zulumatabo on the internet 2.0. So the address is uh, www.zulumatabo.com. 
www.zulumatabo.com and then my email address is mucholoko at madisebo.university so that is mucholoko at madisebo.university Thank you very much Dr. Zulu Matabo Zulu Of course You are listening to The Morning Bliss with Patricia Mandula